Welcome, good people. Welcome to the MLK Boulevard podcast. I'm good on any MLK Boulevard. You had your flyest cut. You had your flyest shoes on. Chill, man. Chill, man. Manny! Chill. Does Manny have the Rona? It's a Rona! He's not laughing. He's, He's rolling. Yes. I am one of your hosts, Manny. Hey! Here with me is Cam and Blake. What's up, y'all? Blizz. Blizz uh, blah, blah, blah. Jeez, I'm nervous already, boy. Hey, they're <laughs> not they're not as radio trained as me. Not, not to say that I'm radio trained at all, but he's definitely radio trained. You know, <laughs> hey, we are uh, we're at, we're at an undisclosed location. Um, yeah, but here we are. We're back. Um, I this is not my first time doing a podcast. I had a podcast a while back called. The 3D podcast yep. when I was back at Morehouse. Uh, that's 3D. Shout out to 3D. Yeah, 3D. 3D. Shout so out it to, uh, featured me and uh, two other people. We just kind of talked about music, everything that was going on. But the people requested that I come back in some form or fashion. And now I'm here with MLK Boulevard. And you know what MLK Boulevard means, though. Like anytime you go on MLK Boulevard, you're going to have a what? A black ass experience. That's what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> yeah, so this is your black ass experience for the week. I love okay. the um, I love the cursing. Don't yeah, me. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. hey, we're free. We're grown. Mm-hmm. I hit my uh, LeBron year this year. Definitely yes, did. Me so too. Me too. We're changing that now, though. Yeah, we are changing It's no that. longer Jordan year. It's not Jordan. It's Jordan. LeBron. Jordan LeBron was, is the GOAT. Yeah. I, I accept it. When I think about Jordan, I always think about like a... Um, a career gen No, I'm not gonna say that. I'm, this is this is too controversial. You know, nah, I don't want to be controversial. Nah, nah, nah. Say, but say I, I think of the. Uh, this is the first episode. We have to come out the gate swinging. All right, so we're gonna come out the gate swinging. When I think of Michael Jordan, I think of that old man that's playing at the uh, park, and he's mm-hmm. sweating hard as hell. He's playing defense on everybody. Yeah. He wants to shoot free throws. He's shooting yeah. mid range jump shots, and he's posting everybody up. Yeah. My brother, you're only five two. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So that's a, that's what I think about when I think about Jordan. But LeBron is a dynamic person, just like this podcast is going to be. Shout out to LeBron. Great. Well, this is our first episode. We're kind of just kind of getting into the groove of things. We sat behind the scenes for like 20 minutes trying to figure out what we're going to talk about. And it's still going to be unprepared and Mm kind of raw, but we're here to do it, though. I mean, that's MLK Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah. Experience is the black axe experience. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Where did we start? Yeah. Where did we start? I mean, we kind of for the the people introductory phase. Yeah. The people who don't know me, I'm 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 Manny. Yes, he is. Everybody knows me as Manny. Uh huh. Um. I'm the comedian of the group. No, Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. no, no, no. But uh, I'm the radio guy. You could say that. Um, I work at One A. Um, it's a show that is produced or housed by American University, distributed by NPR. Yep. Um, so I work in Washington D.C. Here, um, this is where we're recording from. The Chocolate City, it Chocolate-ish. Like, it just yes. went from an undisclosed location to they know where we at now. They don't really know where we're at, though. Send we it could be, gonna slide. We could be anywhere. <laughs> yeah, we could be anywhere. But, yeah, this is where I work at American University. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, it's a, it's, a great, it's a great environment there. I love American University. It's cool. And working at 1A, it's like mm-hmm. I'm a producer now. I mean, we'll kind of get into, like, how crazy it is for me to be working there yeah. later, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but Or should I say it now? It's just go ahead. It's the podcast. <laughs> uh, I mean, my, my journey to like being a producer on NPR has like been super uh, surreal. I mean, like to think about, I, I went from like listening to NPR and the radio as my parents were in the car, mm-hmm. and we're going from like different. I, I played golf in high school and like middle school, so you definitely did going to play golf <laughs> and going did. to like robotics club and other little weird shit like that. Oh, um, not the weird. Yeah, I mean it was a strange. I had a strange kind of like a mixture of events as a child, but like uh, public radio was like that glue between those moments, and yeah, like to be here. It's kind of crazy. Like, I mean, I worked at NPR, like the headquarters over the summer, and that was like surreal because I got to work for like one of the the, the biggest podcasts in like public radio world, you know, honestly. But it's been it's been a surreal path. Like, but now I'm here. I'm at the at the at the point that I always Mm -hmm. dreamed. I don't know if I always dreamed of it. Like, Mm -hmm. did you guys like five years ago envision where like well, uh, you have to introduce yourself, like, where you're now, but, like, did you envision it this way? Okay, so I'm going to let Blake go, but I just want to say, uh, after hearing Manny's backstory, it sounds like he reached the top, 
and then he went right back nah. to the hood and MLK Boulevard. <laughs> He's but, right but back that, at the but hood. But that's the thing that influenced me to start this is because, like, you know, I, for the longest time, I was like, oh, I want to do public radio. I want to do this and that. But, like, once I got to public radio, I realized that, like, uh, it might not be for me 100%. And, like, mm-hmm. Cam has always told me, like, go get back to your roots start doing the podcast again start doing like talking about hip-hop and i was like kind of scared to do those things because an npr is not openly accepted even though like they love the culture but like sometimes it's viewed as like you know they kind of look down on like the joe budden podcast type of things like Mm -hmm. but that's what i listen to in my free time Mm -hmm. and yeah that's what i was like you know this is gonna be like my black experience out of all the things that i do because i do still create very like mainstream kind of like public radio you know so yeah. this was kind of like my my outlet to be a a negro <laughs> yes, sir. we're fighting for uh, reparations out here facts representation matters absolutely so cool. who wants to go who wants to follow that let me get that thing <laughs> what's good y'all how y'all doing um i hope y'all having a, a great wonderful blessed whatever time it may be sure i'm put the smooth voice on yes sir yes sir but look though, uh, my name is Blake, um, also known as Bel Air, also known as Blizzy, also known as um, no, I can't. So, it's that. a man of many names <laughs> though. Yes, yeah. 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 yes. I'm currently unemployed, balling, grinding. Um, I consider myself an entrepreneur as well. Absolutely. Uh, really heavy in the esports industry at the moment. Um, just been making a lot of moves in that industry, putting money in my pocket, saving up. Um. Yeah, this yeah, guy will sneak yeah. off and do an event and nobody yeah. will know about yeah. it. Yeah. You just had uh, an event at what explain Harlem. where what, what just happened? So, I was um I'm terrible with names and memory. Uh oh, but I was in Harlem. Uh, that's where uh Cameron is from, right? Yeah, but when you go to Cam- New York, it's that, a lot of that, schools like PS15,050. Yeah. I'm, I'm a part of PS161. Yeah, I don't but, I, I give it to you. You can you can slide with that. We was at this church though. Mm-hmm. So, I walked in. I see him okay. I'm like, "Yo, like the hell is Martin Luther King doing here? You know what I'm saying? But no, nah, just just saying how how uh, how far we are. Um, when I say we, you know, the men of Morehouse. Um, how hey. far we go? Uh, it's, it was what's up. It was, it was really refreshing. <laughs> it was really refreshing to see. Um, yeah, the Spelman women don't think that. The Spelman yeah, women don't think that. Uh, we'll talk about that. Later, yeah. yeah. Go ahead though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nah, I will. I will be ducked off. Come back with a fifty milli. Uh, Rolly on my wrist, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Hey, okay. let's go. Up. Stay, up. Th- stay down to you up. Let's go. And I'm going to pass it to my boy, Edgy Edge. Oh, who is Edgy Edge? Nah, I'm messing with you guys. <laughs> Yo, what's up, What's up, everybody listening on whatever platform you're listening to this to? My name is Cam. You know, um, I'm a man of many uh, facets, you can say. I play a lot of roles. And uh, this role, Tell I, I'm focused on being my authentic Mario self. Chalmers. Oh, oh Mario oh. Chalmers. <laughs> if you guys know a man by the name of Paul George, you can go ahead and say that's me because I play defense and I will shoot that motherfucking three. I'm Kawhi. I have two. There you go. Let's go. So originally when I when I started the whole law thing, you know, it was, you know, be a politician, be a government, save the community and stuff like that. And, you know, and all that stuff is fun. I will continue to continue to um, I will continue to serve the community in whatever way I can. But honestly, my f- I want to be a sports attorney or an entertainment attorney, working with record labels in terms yeah. of pushing new products and finding ways to package different artists and and um, making sure these artists are getting fair deals when they're exposed to the uh, record industry. And um, also making sure that they earn their uh, well own their intellectual property. So whether that's uh, two million, the Millie Rock, if everyone knows what happened with him and Fortnite, they they took his dance and, and packaged it in the video game, and they're and they and uh, basically they took the license of the dance from him. And he's not making any money from the video game, or someone like Megan Thee Stallion, who right now is fighting over her, um, you know, her um, her publishing for her record label. So just trying to figure out. I mean, let's talk about it. Meg Thee Stallion, and what she's going doing. through a situation. Yes. I mean, what do we think about? I think I think first of all, like my the I was surprised by the reaction that it's had in the public eye because. You know, of course, her fans were gonna come to bat for her, like you know, oh yeah, she should be free to from the contract, da da da, whatever. But like now that there's a, a wider range of like shows that I listen to that have like music executives attached to them, like Everyday Struggle, the Joe Button podcast, like you're getting to see the other angle of like what this whole thing is like because. Before we didn't know that, you know, we never we never got the insider look about like what's going on behind the scenes, yeah. or maybe we have. I haven't been to paying attention, but like in this specific situation, I've seen like 
both sides of the story being told. Like, and hey, it's a, it's a, the, it, they've convinced me that that like this deal is kind of okay. So I think I think what the uh, well, Blaine and Blake's the entrepreneur. He's a businessman in the group, so I'm pretty sure his his perspective on this is very different. But I think when looking at Megan Thee Stallion's situation with the rec with uh 1503, I believe it is 1501. 1501, I think 1501 record labels. Um, and Carl Crawford, I know that that he's the executive that signed uh Megan Thee Stallion. It's um when looking at business, you should never mix mor- uh, morals with business. And, and I, when I when I say that, you know, of course the right thing is for you know for the for everyone listening who doesn't really have an idea of the industry of music. Some people may look at a record deal and be like, yo. I want 50-50. I want a 50-50 split between right. I'm, 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 bring, I'm bringing in 50% of the, the, uh, my money and the record label is bringing in 50%. Even that, like, people see a record deal and like, I made it. Yeah, you know, so like, you know, and that's very, that's very, those deals where the artist is making more more, more, for the, more than the record label or, and the publishing label is not common at all. You know, so this is a typical deal that Megan Thee Stallion got herself into with it. And if you also, if you look at it, of course I was on the side of Megan's first of, you know, like, you know, it's a beautiful black woman. Of course I'm the side with yeah, her. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, if you look at the situation and, and, and um, holistically and you look at the fact that um, we probably wouldn't, I'm not going to say we wouldn't know who Megan Thee Stallion was if it wasn't for that record label, but they definitely did a, a great job of making sure that she was a, a not that, what do you, th- you think she's an A-list celebrity or? She I mean, I would A-list. say she's an A-list celebrity at this point. Like, she can't go anywhere without anybody knowing her. Yeah, she definitely is. A? One of, a? A? I mean, yeah, she's been on late night television. So I has, feel like she's working towards A. So, so has Khalid been on A-list, and he's like a fucking I hate C-. minus. I hate Khalid. <laughs> Khalid is a C-. minus. Khalid, Khalid. Khalid, if you're li- <laughs> Khalid, if you're listening to this podcast, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, facts. Look, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> facts. When we talk about, like, racial disparities, if... uh. If you don't check off like four races, to me you're not a list. I'm sorry. Whoa, what race does she not have covered? I she has like, the Asian culture like covered with the that. anime. I was about to say that. I with the anime. Say, what anime? She's like uh, her whole thing is like she loves anime. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> right? What? What that shit? What do you mean? Okay. She's done like I love little, anime. The hell? She. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't know what like anime she listens. She watches specifically, but like. It's the one with the the different colored hair, like the half colored hair. You see her wearing all the t-shirts. Dragon Ball Z? No, no it's um, not that. I know what you're talking about. Whatever, though. It's Yu-Gi-Oh. Anyway, she likes anime, so she definitely cosplay, tapped in. Cosplay, That's what it's called. I mean, yeah, but like she's definitely like... tapped in with the Asian culture, though. But are they tapped in with her? <laughs> I feel like Asian I mean, women yeah. are. Yeah. They're having a hot girl summer in Asia somewhere. For no, sure. In America, yes. Not in not in Asia. Okay. But Gucci, who really is tapping is into that market, in Italy, then? Italy. And nobody's recognizing him. Is Gucci a list? Let me is say that. Is Gucci? Hell no. Yo, Gucci. Gucci, Gucci listen. What do you mean? No, he's not. Gucci, what, don't. Okay, Gucci, don't come then? and get me, Gucci. I'm. I, I'm just. This is this for the podcast, okay? Gucci wrote a best-selling novel. Manny. He's a list. Manny, I, I've seen a bunch of best-selling novels. I don't know if what if that metric. Bruh, what? What does that met? Who even quantifies? There was a whole debate in the court of public opinion if Gucci was a clone or not. Like he's known everywhere, bro. He's not. He walked. He, he walked in Italy, and no one knew who he was. Blake just said it. That's Italy, though. Like Is you said, everyone. A-list. <laughs> like, like, like a list would be a person like LeBron James, okay, Cristiano Ronaldo, um, Jay Z, Beyonce, Snoop Dogg is is a list, right. yeah, because they say he's the most recognizable figure, right? Drake, Justin what? Bieber. We're talking. They've said that. I believe they that. say believe Snoop Dogg that. is the most recognizable rapper. Who looks like Snoop? The most rap. The rapper. Recognizable rapper. If you see him, oh, that's Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I might be Jay Z. Listen, Jay Z, look. Jay-Z. No, Jay Z changes his hair like every three months. It's Snoop Dogg, but let me talk to Jay Z real quick before we talk about Meg. Ho, listen, I love you, man. You're my guy. New York bias. I'm trying to get a job. I have a New York bias, and I am trying to get a job. So, Ho, if you listen to this, it's Cam speaking right now. Cut your hair, man. You're from Brooklyn. You know we, you know, you know what we do, man. You know we the clean cut dudes. You have, you look like, you know what I'm saying? You need a cut, Ho. You need a cut. So I'm just gonna. Beyonce, he's Gucci. He does have Beyonce. Yeah, he doesn't have bag. to do anything you say. <laughs> hey, we're going to edit that part out. You know why? Because I hope I don't want to send any smoke your way. Hey, anyways. So, Blake, what's your thoughts on uh, Megan Thee Stallion and her record label situation, though? Um, So, my thought actually came... I really didn't know much about it um, until hearing my man Manny talk about it earlier mm-hmm. uh, in the month. Um, But essentially, when you break it down from a business standpoint, right, you got to look at revenue and expenses. Um, mm-hmm. when you look at everything when it comes to stuff that she wears and videos, the actual production of the videos, 
travel to concerts, reaching out to radio stations, um, getting her sponsorships, everything like that. All of that costs money and time. Um, and just when you look at what Meg was doing on the other side, yes, she was in the studio putting in work. Many people count that as the 50-50 split, her being in the studio and the business doing everything else. But the business is doing everything else. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. And that, that takes money, like, so I'm on the side of the business. Like, I'm sorry, sweetheart. You got work. Yeah, but like, <laughs> but my whole thing is like, people people think like, oh, it's between her and Carl Crawford. Yeah. But like, what they don't understand is it's that the hella, label employs hella. like a hundred yeah. people, probably. Uh-huh. Like the marketing team, legal people. They have to keep the lights on in the building. You know what I'm saying? Like they have but, bills to pay. But in, in, in one aspect, one can say Megan the Stallion. Megan, hold on. Let me let me let me go ahead. <clears throat> Megan the Stallion Got it. is the reason why the lights are on in that building in the first place. She signed a deal. I mean, that is correct. Shit, that is correct. But yeah. I don't know. Megan Megan has to pay people too as well though. Mm-hmm. So it's like, but, I don't know. I don't know. But also, it's never going to be a fair bargain though because like at the point where you sign the deal, like you are not the person with leverage. Like, you're the person, yeah. like, signing into something. Like, you're not, you don't have any leverage in the situation. Did they ever say anything about her manager at the time? Because that was her mother. That's her fault. No, her, I don't want to speak on that. This, uh, I don't want to speak on that. We're, we're going to go ahead and say, <laughs> yeah. uh, right, we're going to send our condolences to yeah. Megan Stallion's mother. Let's edit that out. We're going to edit nah, that we don't out. have to edit it out. Let's, but Let's edit that out. <laughs> hey, it, it, mistakes were made, though. Mistakes yeah. were made. Yeah. We, we all acknowledge that. What could she have done, though? I mean... Hey, I mean, we're looking at the life of like um recording artist. We we oftentimes look at the people who are at the the pinnacle, you know, of the rap the rap game, right? Yeah. But I can give you an example of my cousin who was signed to Jive Records. It was one of the biggest record labels at the time, and he unfortunately he didn't get to the you know he didn't get to A list status, you know, and um in his situation he was signed to uh, yeah Jive, but I think the situation happened with Def Jam before he got to deal with Jive. Def Jam took all all of his music after after he signed and and you and you release music you write music and you and you have it you have, and you have it um and you put it out there for your record label to, um you know give their opinion on and critiques on they own yeah. that now, so what happened with my cousin in Def Jam is they took all the music that he wrote all the you know all these uh, all the samplings that he did all of his vocals and shit like that and took his took his music, kicked him off the record label and sold it to a different artist. And that's a dirty game out it's here. It's a bro. dirty game. You have hey, listen. You got to win your winter coat, game. man. It's cold out here. It's a dirty game out here. It's very cold. It's no win. So I mean, I guess we can transition on talking about Little Uzi and his and his situation because I guess um everyone knows that Little Uzi. Had I mean, a, nobody knows about that deal. Like I, I haven't seen many people like break down like, his deal yeah. between because it's it, it's been so quiet between them. Like yeah. I think it was he was signed to DJ Drama, right? Yeah. So to I th- ne- na- generation now. So I think it, it may have been a situation sim- similar to Megan Thee Stallion's, where he believed his his the split that he was getting wasn't you know wasn't enough for what he was doing for that record label and D- DJ Drama, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what nobody. I don't know what the core of the argument even started between. Like I think he wanted out of the deal or something like that, mm-hmm. or he, he wanted to release music and they didn't let him release music yeah. or something like that. He's out though. No. Oh, so is that why he released a two pack on us? Maybe it might have been why he released a two pack. But he shouldn't have released a deluxe though, because yeah. isn't that that would be considered one, one pack. album? Oh, uh, but it's fourteen songs, so it's I'm not sure. If fourteen songs on the deluxe is one album. Packs of mid. That. Oh, but maybe man. maybe that's why he called it um, "Love Is Rage" too, or yeah. what do you call it? Something else. Love up. Is it, Rage too. Yeah, or yeah. Something like that. The deluxe to this album, da da da. Like it's maybe he's packaging it as a whole another album. album with a whole different artwork, huh? Yeah, a whole different artwork, everything. Little Uzi, you're one slick guy, you know. <laughs> he's, he's slick. Little Uzi, what do we think of the album though? I, I liked it, but that's because like I've come to realize that Uzi is my favorite artist. Your favorite artist? Yeah. 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 yeah I'm gonna just say that Uzi's wow. my favorite artist. Wow. He never disappoints, bro. Every everything that he's put out has like consistently been bangers to me he makes he, he's like created a whole wave not created a whole wave but like he is like now he's like dead though like freshman sophomore year he yeah had like he bro did. he had he it did. rocking he had it rocking i'm telling you and like it, I, I love that he like still is able to do the melodic stuff the rapping i mean he's like rapping a lot on this one people won't say that i mean we talked to coop, our friend coop earlier today mm-hmm. and he was claiming that like oh he's not rapping on it a lot but yeah. like i think he is though because like even in the in the first song, it's like straight bars, like bars, bars, bars. But 
I liked it. I like I like the balance on the album. The Travis Scott feature was like amazing to me. That was like I haven't heard it. Oh, this Travis Scott sample. This yeah, not feature. I keep on saying feature, but sample. Okay, okay. Um, the Travis Scott feature sample. Yeah, yeah sample, sample. <laughs> Anyways, I just went up my Mike I Price. wanted Travis to be on the album, maybe, yeah. but I just like went up in Mike Price. Yeah, the prices that was amazing. Um, Homecoming is amazing. Baby Pluto. Baby Pluto, it's not my favorite. What? It's not my favorite. Oh, man. <laughs> I like I Homecoming like Down. Like, okay. that's that's my vibe right there. Okay. Like, that Homecoming between Homecoming and, I would say, Prices or, yeah, that's 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 my range right there. That's what I so, play all the time. So, yes, sir. So, so, what would you rate that album? Because if you have one specific section of it that you normally go to, you know, because, like, when I look at albums holistically... You know, what's the name of that Tory Lanez album where he had the autumn song, autumn singing songs? Um, I forgot the name of the album. I'm a chick's tape? Not chick's tape. The one bef- the, with the blue cover and he has like, a little puppet on there or something like that. Love Me Now or something like I that? I think it's Love Me Now. That To me, that album has no skips. I can play anywhere. You know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, yeah. I, I guess I'm asking, you know, with this new Uzi tape that we got, because you have a specific range of songs that you like, in terms of a holistic album, what is your opinion on the holistic album? I would still give it like, Damn near ten out of ten, just oh. because like the Is that the bias so- in there? It's bias in there. Yeah, of course. I mean, oh, I, come I, on, man. I, yeah, of course it's biased, but because the other songs that I don't like are still bangers, though. Yeah, but it's just that like. This is my always go to. Like even like I can play the album full through, no skips, if I wanted to. Okay, but I choose not to. I choose to go to these select songs because like these are the ones that like get me rocking the most but i respect all the other ones so mm-hmm. i don't know I, I, it's 10 out of 10 for me bro so i guess it's and on the deluxe deluxe nah i would get at 9.5 out of 10 okay that's still a fairly good metric though i i feel yeah. like I'm, I'm not sure if you guys seen that last slam dunk contest when they were handing out 10s for just for a person dunking i feel like man's just handing out 10s and 9s right now yeah, yeah. just because it's uzi yeah it is oh yeah, I mean, my I, god I mean, I mean of course it's i'm of course i'm biased bro but it's Uzi, bro. It's, it's Uzi. Uzi. So, would you put this in the top three that he produced? That he's released? Yeah. Uh, hell no. Top three? Sure. Yeah. What? Because I was, I would say, <laughs> I would say, we have to look at his discography though. Yeah. I would say, a little Uzi versus the world is that definitely at the top? Yes. Um. Perfect love. Love is rage. No, love is rage. Love is rage too. Let me let me look at his discography right here. Love is rage. Yeah, it's up there. Love. Wow, this is on SoundCloud. Oh shit. Love is rage is number one. <laughs> Seven, love, I mean, right this now. is on Spotify. Love, love is love is rage is number one. Falling. Love is rage is number one. I don't know about number one. What? Um, Uzi versus uh, the world. I got that number one. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, I I go love is rage, Uzi versus the world, and then this eternal will take. That's a, that's a bold opinion. It's all eternal will take is. I don't know. It, it's I, it, 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 it. Eternal take is two for me. It's two. It goes love is rage. Eternal will take and then Lil Uzi versus the world. I'll so, ask you the same thing a month from now. Yeah. Why? So I feel like it's gonna change. No, yeah. it's not. <laughs> you have to sit with it. All these songs can ring off. At the club. Everywhere for so, me, for so, me at least. So I guess this is where the interesting part of the conversation comes. Before I give my opinion, I'm gonna go ahead and turn to Blake and ask Blake what he thinks about the uh, Little Uzi's um, Eternal Take album. Let him know, Blake. To be honest, yeah. I'm gonna talk about Frank Ocean very quickly, right? <laughs> when I waited on a Frank Ocean album after Channel Channel Orange, right? Yeah. I expected, and this is probably my fault. Fire. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people say the album was fire, but Wrong. when I talk about fire, you know, we'll, we'll say Channel Orange. It's about. 130 degrees, right? Okay. I expected to this new tape that he was dropping. I expected me to sit on the sun listening to it. You know, I didn't feel that for Uzi's, and I didn't feel that for Frank Ocean's as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, Like, why did you? Why do you say that though? He had hella time to sit on it, and he was maxing it. He did. He was maxing it. But like, what disappoints you about the album though? When I just compared to his other tapes, it wasn't. It wasn't better. That's crazy. I'm probably I don't even know how. You, I don't even know. I can't understand how you say that, but I can. Uh, I can see where he's coming from, though. Like why, though? I think um, when looking at a tape, cause the the tape was like 24 songs, right? Nah, not the original. It was like 17. 17. So Uzi hit us with a good number of songs in two weeks. 
Yeah. So, so I can see why Blake's opinion on it is like that because it's so much music. You know, I think I might. I think we might as millennials we have to start becoming more comfortable with the seven song or ten song. Yeah, we album. need the seven pack yeah. for sure. Yeah. Because seventeen Uzi songs. I'm not sure if that's you know that's why your opinion that's it's not that Blake. And it wasn't a lot of features on the on Eternal Take either. That's not what I expect, though. Honestly, when I hear somebody else's album, I always want to see improvement. I always want to see growth. Right? Yeah. And you didn't see improvement? I didn't. What? I didn't. He <laughs> has a different air than you. His That's air crazy. Level, his air level wasn't there. Yeah. It, to me, it was like super musical. I mean, like just the sounds that he was music. I mean, it wasn't like musical in the sense that he was using a lot of instruments, but he was using the sounds from like video games and shit like that yeah. and like... It was crazy experimental to me. That's why I liked it, and it was it was still like Uzi. So I don't it know. was an experience and an experiment for sure. But it's a B plus uh, experiment. Interesting. I you, can't agree. You remember that? Have you guys seen that movie Player One? Yeah, yeah. Ready Player One. Ready Player yeah. One. Have you seen that, Blake? <laughs> nah, Manny told me about it though. That's a good movie. If if if, if the listeners, um, if, if if our fellow listeners that's on MLK Boulevard with us have seen Player One. You'll know what I'm talking about when I make this comparison. That's the vibe that you get. That's the vibe I get. You know, and for the people who haven't seen it, um, make sure you go watch that. But you know, essentially that movie is like an introduction to a world and yeah. video games. You know, and everything yeah. is out of space and this this it's like you know you can go to different games and experience different you know feelings from the games you're playing. And I think with yeah. Uzi's album, I think he kind of um because you can't expect you can't like um you can't listen to Uzi and expect the Kendrick. You can't listen to Kendrick and expect the Drake. You know, you have right. to accept the artist for what it is. And I think with Little Uzi's album, at first I'm not gonna lie, to you guys. Um, I'm the guy you'll see with with the following episodes. I give bold takes within the first three songs. I gotta mm-hmm. stop that. Yeah, you do have to stop that. I have. I when when I first heard Six Take Five, it was trash. Yeah, I was trying because to tell this, man. Y- you know what you know what sin he committed when he played Six Take Five. He played it on shuffle. I don't know why. Like, why would you do that? I don't know why I did that. <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> I, I played it on. Sh- <laughs> I put it on shuffle. And I said, let me hear something. And it was all over the place. I couldn't do it. He said it was trash for like a good two weeks. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Until he played it. Like, I did. You took a trip to New York or something, right? And I you took a trip to New York. I went back home. If, if, everyone, if anyone doesn't know, I am from Brooklyn, New York, Crown Heights. Um, I put that I put that on the road and I Caught was driving. Vibes. Caught the vibes. Brother, when I tell you I was, you know, it was like the, you had your flyest cut. You had your flyest shoes on. Chill, Manny. <laughs> Chill, Manny. Manny! Chill. Does Manny have the Rona? <laughs> it's a Rona. He's not laughing. He's coughing. He's Ronying it right now. Rooney. I tried to hold that cough for so long. Hey, y'all heard a uh, Rod Wave. Let me introduce you to Rona Wave. Man, hey. Wave. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cough so many times. Ah. <laughs> He's still going. He's still going. Yo, I count like 17 coughs. and like, listen. <laughs> no, seriously, though. <laughs> seriously, though. <laughs> It's allergy season. Oh my! It's Rona season. It is Corona season. So I don't know which one is coming from me right now. Oh, that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm saying. when I first put our life in danger, like when I see man no, no, today, no. He, he reached for a dap. I gave him my elbow. I'm good, bro. Ah, uh, bro. I'm I don't good. know, bro. I'm good, bro. Bro, I don't know if you're good on these ends, bro. You may have to go to uh, hey Malcolm X Boulevard, bro. Not MLK. Not MLK, but um yeah, back to Uzi's album. It was a good, it was a good project. Um, like I said, I have a tendency of judging things too fast, and that's, that's something I need to stop, especially when consuming music. And of course, if you're going to continue to be on this platform and continue to talk about our culture and hip hop, you know, I have to give it a chance. So I thought I gave Uzi's song a chance, uh, album a chance, or Tunnel E Take, and I played that Baby Pluto. When I tell you guys, I was on Saturn. Exactly, that's where it's supposed to take you, like, I was on out Saturn. of the world, though. I was on Saturn. But let's do, like, a kind of, like, quick recap of, like, all the other music that's came out before we, like, move mm. out of the music mm. section yeah. of this. Mm. But, like... Are we going to talk about what, this what, week? I got something. It doesn't matter. I mean, since the beginning of the year, like, what have you been listening to? All right, so it's a song that this girl on Instagram put. Beautiful woman as well. Okay. I think I know where this is going. For the Joe, No, it's called Sketchers by Drip Report, right? I wish we could put a clip it of it in. I'll put it in, in post. All right, all right. Shorty bond with the sketches on. Follow all your heart, make you my girl. Light up, light up, sketches. Light up, light up, my friend. Shorty bond with the sketches on. Follow all your heart, make you my girl. Light up, light up, sketches. Light up, light up, my friend. I like your Tell me that song is not fire, okay? <laughs> Tell me that song is not fire. That's all I'm going to say about that. Also, 
um, Don Tolliver just dropped as well. Um, I was talking to a good friend of mine. One of the things that she mentioned was the fact that he always seems to drop um, at the worst times. Like, literally competing against Uzi um, at the caliber he's at, like, I wouldn't do it. Um, but personally, again... I, I mean, I think no. it's a week after, though. Not it's good, on though. the same day, though. The Deluxe? Did it? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just now listening to it. That's why I'm thinking, like, it just yeah. came out. No, I dropped same day as the Deluxe. And, no, I wasn't impressed, uh, again, just because... When you look at Donnie Womack, that album <laughs> is one of the most underrated albums I've ever heard in my life. Banger oh, that, after banger after banger. Oh, that's the name of the album, Donnie Womack. Womack, Womack, oh, whatever. I, th- I thought that was like an alias or something like nah, that. Nah. <laughs> Donnie Womack. I thought he just dropped the bar like he's a core fan. Yeah. And um. Oprah's bank account, fire. Oprah's bank account? That was a safe. They wanted to get on the radio with that song. Can we talk about one other thing, too? Go ahead. Can we talk about that Drake leak that my man Omar dropped from <laughs> Lithuania? Yo, man, he's still going, y'all. Stop. Oh my God! Listen, I need some water, fool. This may be the first and last time you hear the MLK Boulevard podcast. I need to go get Ooh, some water. Thanks. Hold up. All right, Manny. <laughs> Yo, he didn't smoke nothing, y'all. He, this is just pure cough right now. Nah, my throat is dry, bro. Listen, Whoa. that's a symptom of the coronavirus. Hey, back up, bro. All right, so back to the music. So Manny points. Manny uh, gave me that signal. He said, "Cam, I want to hear what you're going to say." So, as I stated earlier, you know I have a serious, serious New York bias. I love my city. I love everything about it. We'll talk about that further in the podcast. But everything in New York is everything in camp. That's just how it's going to go. And that's just how it's going to be. So, um, of course, A Boogie's album. Um, A Boogie's album was amazing. Yes, sir. And if mm-hmm. you guys don't know the name of that album, the name is? Look at him. Artist 2.0. Artist 2.0. I know that. Look at him. Wow. I know that. Artist. Everything New York is everything, Cam. Listen, (laughs) how can I forget Artist 2.0? It's a hood nigga story. But she like Cinderella Best song off that joint. What is it? The best song? Mm -hmm. All of them. Mm. DTB part two. Yeah, I think Cinderella is the best song on there, though. Nah, the song with Summer Walker. Can we Mm. come How do you feel about the joint with Khalid, man? I haven't. I never even listened to it, bro. Oh, I skipped it every time. Oh my! We skip Khalid every time. Give the man a chance. I only listened to it because A Boogie was on there. But Khalid, fuck you. What uh, Shannon Sharp say? Skip. Yeah, that's a skip. <laughs> skip. <laughs> skip to Khalid. Nah, but I would say DTB for life. Cinderella DTB for life definitely was amazing. Um, uh, let, let me see. Was it uh, Big Shit? Big Shit is on there. I like that. I like that song. Um, hold on. I, I'm just gonna... Oh, numbers. We gotta say numbers too. The joint with Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich been killing. It. I, li- I like right back, and I like the uh, the flip that he did. The dun 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 Yeah, I, lo- I love the R&B dun, influence dun, on this album though. Yeah. Yeah. So what I like Fly. about and I like the song "Staying with the Baby" on it. And what I like about you like the whole album. I, like, I love the whole say album. That. I, yeah, I'm not Manny who's gonna pick <laughs> up. I'm not Manny who's gonna pick four songs, a, a little a four song pocket, and say I, I come here. I go everywhere with, it, with that album. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not gonna shit yeah. on my man's man. You know what it is. But I'm yeah. joking. But um, yeah, I love a Boogie's album, and um, I, I liked um Blake spoke about Little Uzi and seeing growth and development as an artist. And what I love about the man that we call by the name of Artist, and that's his name, Artist. Um, he has shown us strides with each project and he's actually showing us that he cares about the part that he's putting out before he's just releasing anything. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So that's mm-hmm. why I, I like I like the way A, Bo- a Boogie uh, approaches music. I love the way he um he thinks he thinks music and I love the way that he is becoming, of course, you know, one of his albums is called The Bigger Artist. He's becoming a bigger artist and I love that. Mm-hmm. And I believe right now in terms of new newer artists, A Boogie is the um the the, the young uh the young king of New York. And uh, I would talk, and I want to talk about another uh, a king. You know, um, unfortunately, we lost him on February uh, February nineteenth. Uh, Pop Smoke and Meet the Woo vo- uh, Volume Two. Uh, well, Meet the uh, Meet the Woo Two. That album was amazing. Woo! Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, yeah, I loved everything about Pop Smoke while he was here. He was from Brooklyn. He, I had a lot of friends that were close to him, and um, and they have nothing but they speak nothing but very very high things of him. And as a as a artist and as a man, and um, you know what what Pop Smoke. He gave a, a certain life to the city. He was a different sound. He remind he reminded us uh, he reminded us of Fifty Cent, but to me he was Fifty with the energy of DMX and the sky was the limit for pot smoking. Um, mm. Unfortunately, with somebody who was only twenty years old, um, you know he you know he did he was just now becoming you know he was just now hitting his stride and um and learning how to be a musician musician and put together you know different uh, works of art you know so um rp pop smoke so my two albums right now are meet the woo 2 and artist 2.0 yeah 
Yeah, all right. <clears throat> Excuse me. R.I.P. to Pop Smoke. R.I.P. Pop Smoke. Yeah, come on, sure. Blitz. Come on, Blitz. Throw it in there. Speak on my man, Brashar. Woo! R.I.P. <laughs> Brashar Jackson, not Pop it's Smoke. automatic with a semi-lecon. R.I.P. Brashar Jackson. For sure. <sighs> what I'm listening to now, right now, is between the Uzi, the new Uzi. It's kind of like taking over my whole playlist. Okay. And uh, G. Herbo. G. Herbo's album. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> G Herbo's album is tough to me. I mean, like, I really like as I listen to it more, I really realize like how much of a great rapper he is, though. Yeah. Like his ability to like basically like match words with cadences, like different, like how he ends the word. It, it's just like crazy. Like yeah. his rapping ability is like insane. The album is great to me, though. Great features, great message behind it. Mm-hmm. I think it's dope. Um, yeah. That's what I'm listening to now. So, um, also, an artist that Manny was talking about a lot, but he didn't mention him just now for his projects. Who? Little Baby. Oh, yeah, Little Baby, Let's yeah. talk about Little Baby's album. Yeah, Little Baby's album is amazing. I mean, I think, like, he has something to prove on this one. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know why it seems like that. Like, I don't know why he thought that, like, he had to come this hard. But, like, to me, <clears throat> the level of production on the album was wonderful like i love the beat selection like they haven't been like any other beats we've ever heard on any little baby project like um so shout out to whoever produced that um and i just think that he like i mean the bars was there <laughs> the storytelling was there i mean I, I i all around hands down this 10 out of 10 album for me again you gotta stop it on 10s though yeah I don't find anything wrong with the album though. That's why I can give it ten out of ten. I feel comfortable with oh, that. Also, let me shout out Jada Kiss's album too. Oh yeah, for sure. Jada Kiss's album Ignatius, I believe. Ignatius, Ign- yeah. Ignatius. I'm sorry for the mispronunciation, but Jada Kiss's album, of course, was amazing. He uh, delivered with that album. He always delivers. He's pretty much. I believe, he's been Manny's top five of all time. For sure. He's in my Jada top. Jada Kiss is definitely one of my top yeah. rappers. Yeah. Yeah. He's, not he's in my top five. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. Yikes. Yeah. Ahead, he's know. not real hip hop head over here. That's yeah, why. Yeah, he's not. Blake is a melodic. <laughs> he's a melodic person. So, Jay, Blake's favorite song on there is NYB featuring uh, Ty Dolla Signs. That's his favorite song on Jay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Fact. <laughs> but Jadakiss album was like, yeah. I mean, it, it was a homage to like his homie. So yeah. like, no, he was snapping though. Yeah, yeah. Can we talk about disappointments? What's disappointing? Do I delete? Put it out there. If, if I'm going to step on this ledge. Go ahead. I want to make sure that, you know, we are waiting in the water together. You know what I'm saying? Cause, you I'm know, not going to agree to that, but oh you can say what you need to say. God. I might co-sign it. Listen, listen, I, I want you, everyone listening to this podcast to go ahead and give us uh, some feedback on what, what I'm about to say right now. You know, we're going to start an Instagram page. And we're going to get that up there for you guys to give us your comments about yep. what, we're, what we're talking about. Um, let's start about it. Let's, I'm going to start first. I'm going to say one word. Jack. Yeah. Jack Boys was yeah. trash. You talking about Don Tolliver the Prelude? I'm talking about what you think it was. That's what it was. Because if you think about every song that was Gotti, Gotti, with Pop Smoke, but Pop Smoke had a good part. Travis part was, was ass. That wasn't. Yeah, I was about to say that was. That's Pop Smoke song. Right? Yeah, yeah. Know. He should have put that on the album, did he? Nah, no, he did. Right? He did. Okay, yeah. Gotti. Definitely should have put that on the album. And then the two jumps with Don Tolliver. That's really it for me. Shaq West is garbage. You know, like Out West? Banging Out West. Yeah, that was that was Go a highlight. Tally, like, I yeah. feel like I heard that song before. TikTok, yeah, TikTok made like... it bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, after, after a while. Even, is TikTok ruining music? Something, yeah. let, leave that go. Like, that is song TikTok ruining music, that. Blake? Yes. You're like the, 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 the technology person. Like, how do you feel about TikTok? And like, well, well then we have the black version of that, which is Triller, though. Mm-hmm. So like... My thing is, I'm trying to think of a fire song that was like banging, but really picked on. Really, if you keep hearing the song over and over again, it's, it's gonna, yeah, it gets worse. Yeah, it's worse. Yeah, it's gonna the song is gonna slap me um, when I think of it. But it was one song that like I know everybody in here was rocking with that now would be like oh, okay, like you gotta turn it off now. I mean, we saw it first with like Black Beatles though. Black, and the mannequin challenge, like Black Beatles was. Was that song fire though? Yeah, that's ass. See, we was probably cranking. To I mean, yeah, we might have been cranking yeah, like, to it at first, though. Yeah, I think, like, maybe y'all y'all were cranking. Got me in my feelings, and y'all were doing the shiggy dance. Yeah, key, key, yeah. Y'all was getting shiggy. Yeah, yeah. That song is not that good. Mm, it just got that song is not it that good. <laughs> is that God's plan? No. <laughs> no, nah, yes, that's yes, got me in my God's feelings. Plan. God's plan, though, that was a hot one too. Like that rock that the internet ruined. 
Yes. The yeah. internet has ruined a lot of things. We don't want to see you guys looking at the sky, praising God while listening to God's plan. Don't do that, that shit. That sounds like a DJ Khaled Snapchat. <laughs> it is, right? All yeah. praises to the most high. I'm listening to God's plan right now. God's so I'm, plan. Yeah, nah, we don't want to we don't want to see that. Yeah. But um yeah, so yeah, yeah. Travis Travis Scott disappointed me with the uh, well not Travis Scott, the entire Cactus Jack record label. Don did good though on the album. I don't like but Don. Cam doesn't like Don Don Tolliver. I want you guys to comment on and uh you know give us your opinion on Don Tolliver. But to me, he sounds like an auto tuned Akon. Interesting. For those who haven't heard Don Tolliver's Donnie Womack, go listen to that. Yeah, yeah, listen to that. And give us your 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 opinion. And also, um, I like him. It's like it's like it's spacey kind of. Yeah, yeah. It to me, it, it it's like an exact child of like Travis Scott's Probably, music. Yeah. Like it's, it's not, like an so exact product. Don't of disrespect that. Travis Scott like that. What? He's a child of Akon and T Pain. <laughs> no, he's not. No, what? he's not. Yo, he's a child of Travis Scott. Listen, Bro, stop, listen stop. we yeah. we live in the age of recency bias. I think people mm-hmm. forget how influential T Pain was. What Regency bias though? We're from the South. I said recency. 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 Blake is from DC, Maryland. He's from the North. Let's be honest though. DC and Maryland is the South. We don't say that though. But it is though. It's not. It's below the Mason Dixon line. The Mason accent. uh, The Mason. I mean, yeah, it's it's below the Mason Dixon line. (laughs) But the Maryland accent is Southern. If you really think about it, it is. Y'all got a little Southern twang to it. But we act Northern. They are Northerners. Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they are. I think it's really the South. Man, I'm not but, DMV people but out it, there. But it's, it, but it's whatever. Side, you already know. So, um, this, uh, yeah, so, yeah. That, Y'all are below the Mason-Dixon line okay. as well. Though. I'm right. right above it. I'm by Canada, <laughs> baby. I'm from the Big Apple, New York City. It is. Bow. Capital of the United States. Hey, so, um, yeah, yeah. So, let's uh, also, women, y'all going to drag me through the dirt for this one. Before I say this album, I want you to know that I love you. I'm here for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, all that. But I'm going to go ahead and give my bold opinion. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to give a bold statement right now. <laughs> and I know it's going to shake the room. And the, You know what I'm saying? In the words of pop, smoke. I love pop. Um, y'all ready? No, go for it, going. bro. Man, you're here? Go for it. Blake? Yeah, go ahead. Sit off. Janae. Mmm. I thought he was going Meg the Stallion. Nah, Meg, 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 I, know, <laughs> I like the radio bop sometimes. That's what she did. She I go, went, I thought you were gonna make style. Janae, I'm gonna say Janae because that was a therapy session. Like uh, somebody else called it a recorded therapy session. It was that a little yeah. bit to me, and also too like it just was like I don't want to hear too much about big. I, I like I was a big Big Sean was my favorite rapper at one point, mm-hmm. right? But I don't want to hear. Might be mine. I don't want to hear you tell me how much you love Big Sean. I don't yeah. want you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I like I like Stay Rage and Ico. Her with Kendrick. You will. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. like I like Janae and uh, and Drake on the on the track. I like Janae and um who I say Sean, J- uh, Janae and Cole, Janae and Drake, and Janae and Kendrick, bro. So Janae and men. I mean, the TM88 was a good album. The TM88. I like this album though. I like the new album. I don't like the fact that it, to me it, it it's like it depends on where you listen to it. Yeah. To me. Yeah, like me I listened to it on like a weekend morning, like morning, or it's like a Friday morning or something yeah. like that. Getting ready in the shower, like yeah. that was the vibe. Like it was like okay, mm-hmm. it's a nice background music, nice like okay, that's a vibe. It reminds me of like a spa, like a spa. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like some hot tea in there. Yeah, and you're just in there. But sometimes that's a vibe though. I don't want that much tea though. I don't want to <laughs> drink that. I'm Jamaican. I've drunk tea all my life. I don't, don't want to hear it. It's tea. I don't want to hear a tea album. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Nah. Yeah. It it was very like calming though. It yeah. was extremely. Yeah, you have to be in that kind of bag. Maybe to I, like that. You know what? Maybe I have to re-listen to it and listen to it under a different lens. You know, switch my hats when I listen to it. But I think in terms of albums, Janae albums, you rank this. This is not one of her best projects. It's not. I mean, it's nothing like sailing or anything. Yeah, like sailing that. Like, is like yeah. she. You know what I'm saying? And I, I hate some. You know, I hate when people say some artists reach the pinnacle with their first projects. But I think I won't say she reached her pinnacle. But I, th- I, I, I think Janae can do more than what she gave us on that album. Yeah, I'm. I'm, 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 I'm being. Sean, I'm being more. I'm being more lenient to all, all, like artists now though, because like sometimes you just like let them gotta get off that one bad album though. You know. I don't want to, yeah, but sometimes they have to do it. They just have to get it off. Like, every one is not going to be a hit. Right. Listen, you know, there's an artist that gives us all hits Drake. Drake. <laughs> He's had some misses, though. What album mm. was a miss? 
we'll save that conversation for another episode. But you know, I hey, I don't want to divulge into everything now. But let's end on this topic though. Every 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 superstore, every what a grocery store is being closed down, emptied out. The stock market is falling. Except for the vitamin aisle. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. Mm-hmm. Why do you need toilet paper and not vitamin C? Exactly. Anyways, and every every MLK Boulevard is, uh, Boulevard is being cleared off. Spanny's out here <laughs> car, coughing and shit. <laughs> Clear the block. I'm eradicating the Clear black the community. Block. I no, swear to God. Anyways, are y'all scared? Prepared? What's the vibes? I'm talking in the mic right now with hand sanitizer in my left hand. <laughs> okay. I don't have hand sanitizer because I <laughs> I read somewhere that it's sold out everywhere. So I'm gonna tell you person if I see that shit on that today. Yeah, I'm not going out and check I'm it. I'm not yet. going to check it because I'm not gonna go there and face the agony of disappointment. Yeah, I just I've been to a couple stores, but not like in in like with the intention of going to look for hand sanitizer. Yeah. But I just look around, it's nowhere. You know, I don't need one, I don't even know what aisle it's on. Yeah. First of all. And then I just I'm like Should I assume I think it'd be it's like by the by the gum and candy, right? Like yeah, yeah, they have, have no they have them in the front. They have them in the front. Yeah. I have no idea, but I don't um, know. I'm not like. I, I think that a lot more people have coronavirus than we think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen, <laughs> there is a person in this room right now who has coronavirus. But Man, it's not that me. May, that may have coronavirus. Listen, they say out one out of every four people. So, it's just a, but you know what I'm saying? It may be yeah. there's a there's a chance that someone in here has it, and we haven't got diagnosed for it yet. You know, that so, is very true. That's the scary. And part I won't about tell it. you how how. Possible that is, but it's very possible. <laughs> but it's very possible. <laughs> listen, I'm good though. I'm good. Listen, better be. Rudy Gobert said it, he was good. If, if I'm not good though, like listen, I think that this is like not a. It's a serious thing. Yeah, it's probably gonna kill a lot of people. God forbid. But it's like it's like a new flu though. You God, know what I'm saying? God forbid. Knock on wood, man. Yeah, knock on wood. Knock on wood. But I mean, it's already killed a lot of people. But. Anyways, but we're hoping it gets controlled though before you know takes some more people's lives, you know. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like it's just a new sickness being exposed to us. Like we just got to get used to it. I you think, know what I'm saying? I think with um, the corona and looking at other um, sicknesses that happened, uh, we we we've seen uh, we've seen what happened with uh, Ebola. Ebola didn't shut down businesses like the NBA. No, nah, it didn't. The the NBA but it shut did, down. Also, didn't come to America in the way it did with this one. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, like, leagues are getting shut down, offices are getting shut down, schools are getting shut down, and, it's, and it's, the way it's being explained is, like, this is World War fucking Z, and niggas are going to turn the zombies out here or some shit like that, you but know? But, yeah, I don't, think it, I don't think it's that, though. I think, like, the media is kind of, like, portraying it that I don't think it is that way, though. It I is, think it, though. Why do you say that? I think people are worried about the spread rather than the fatality chance. Yeah, more of the spread, though. But I'm, you got to get it to, like, be able to handle it next time. I think people, Right? I, I, no, nah, it's like Bron- yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, yeah, that's why you get back. That's what a flu shot is, right? Yeah. A flu shot, they put the flu in you, so it's in you, and you ha- your body knows how to handle it next time. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's true, bro. That's no, true. Is. It's like a drop of the flu, so, like, yeah. your, your blood cells, like, understand, okay, this Like, is your blood flu. cells know yeah. how to, like, so adapt and understand you're, it. You're adapting to the, the little cell of flu that's within your bloodstream. Yeah, is that is that true? Yes, bro. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. like, we I have to get coronavirus to like be able to like handle some shit worse like, than coronavirus, right? When they cure the coronavirus, we're all gonna need shot. Yeah, it's gonna be like with the flu too. Like, oh, you are gonna get a flu shot and a corona shot? Yeah, yeah. With the corona though, it's, it's the the thing that's scary about it. Of course, this is a new like this is like man said. This is a new sickness that's uh, being uh, that's that's uh, here now. You know. Yeah. And um, I think. That you know the reason why people are scared is because of um, one the um, statistic they're saying that people may have it, and the fact that a lot of people are living with the coronavirus and are going unchecked. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, and, but, it, but it's hard to test though, and it's hard to test because it takes one to fourteen days to even show. You know what I'm saying? So I think with the coronavirus, um, the Rona, as we call it, and at uh, MOK Boulevard, the Rona, um. It's a hard phenomenon. I think the reason why, like the uh, response is like this now, is because that because of the fact that it isn't a cure. Yeah. So no one wants to have a sickness. You know, right. like no one wants to have cancer because guess what? You can't cure cancer. No one wants to have HIV and AIDS because money cures uh, HIV and AIDS. And facts. And we're and we're broke on MLK Boulevard. I've you know been what saying, saying? <laughs> I want to move to Canada though. I heard Canada might have a cure though. They working. So, they working on it. Come on, they Blake. Said they're game, close. Man. No, no hockey. No. 
No Corona. That's what they trying yeah, to do. They, yeah, they're going to get that out of here. Nah, yeah. They go ahead and get yeah. that out of here. Yeah, on, well, on Wayne Gretzky Avenue, they're going to fix that <laughs> shit. They're going to fix that shit in Wayne Gretzky Avenue. I'm trying to find the woman who was talking to, I believe it was the CDC. But shout out to her because she yeah. played the hell out of them. Yeah. So basically, if you didn't see, um, I'm, again, I'm terrible with names and stuff like that. You know, get used to it. Um, but basically, <laughs> she was talking to the leaders of, I believe it was the CDC, mm-hmm. and basically trying to get them to verbally commit to ensuring that those who don't have health insurance or just financial needs or the financial uh, ability to um, combat this will be able to get the support from, you know, the larger firms. So shout out to her because she definitely played the hell out of them and made sure that they oh, yeah, she did. They verbally said, yeah, we got that. She did. She definitely yeah. did. Also, um, I guess we should, uh, I think it would be fun to end off like on a song or something that was funny <laughs> as hell. So I'm going to pass this one to Blake again. I'm going to go ahead and LeBron dish it to Blake in the corner. And he's going to splash his three. Go ahead and tell him about that funny video that we've seen. Um, about the coronavirus. Oh, shout out! Shout out to my man out out of uh, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, Scratch, Virginia, APAP. He said, and he's uh, he's um, um what's the word? He's making fun of or really uh, mimicking, mimicking. Yeah, yeah. He's mimicking Dr. Umar Johnson, um, <laughs> the African elitist, and basically he said, <laughs> if you are a non-African, you have the coronavirus. Next page. If you are a non-African, you have the coronavirus. Next page. If you are a non-African, you have the coronavirus. And my, man, man, my man D. Mitch got that done. <laughs> yeah. Not true. And, and well, man, on that note. Man's going to clip that so you guys can laugh with us. On that note, from us Africans without coronavirus. The NBA is a suspect. Maybe. Maybe. We'll Sh- see you next time. Yeah. On MLK Boulevard, thank you for all for joining us. Listen to wherever you get this, wherever you get your podcast, all that good stuff. We're out. Peace and blessings, y'all. Peace. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. It's a wrap, gentlemen. It's a wrap, gentlemen. That was our first episode of the podcast. One, two, one, two.